everyone. Welcome to the two Wallies. I'm Simon Wally, and the other Wally is my dad, John. My dad's 85, I'm 45. My dad's living in Swansea in Wales. I'm living in Osaki Kamijima, an island in the Seto Sea in Japan. My dad reads the Daily Mirror, I read the Guardian. My dad's a massive meat eater, I'm a vegan. There's a lot of stuff we disagree on. Uh, there's a lot of stuff we agree on. Once a week, we get together on Zoom and we basically talk about all the world's problems and we have a good moan to each other. Uh, and sometimes it's quite funny. So we thought, why don't we record this and see if anyone else thinks it's funny too. Uh, worst case scenario is we've got some nice memories uh, that myself and my uh, son can enjoy. So thanks for coming here. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. And please let us know what you think in the comments and share on social media. Thanks very much. Enjoy the episode. Yeah. Um, all right, Dad, what do you want to talk about first? Well, I mean, you know Boris Johnson, right? Right. Mm. Now, the government, the, the, the Conservative government, they seem to be grudge-paying wages to people, higher wages, right? Mm. But Boris Johnson, the biggest liar the country's ever had, when he was foreign secretary, he mm. paid. He paid. They paid one point seven million pound to have two planes mm. painted with a logo of the Union Jack. Mm. Right. Well, on 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 an airliner and the and the um, RAF plane mm. where they tour the country and go abroad. It's used by. It's used by the. Uh, the government and and the royalty. But, right. I mean, yeah. it can spend one point seven million pounds on, on a logo on a, on a plane. It's absolutely crazy. That the taxpayers pay again, isn't it? It did, it did look good, though, Dad, didn't it? I saw it. Looked alright. <laughs> <laughs> My oh. thing is, what, Dad? Why are they Why are they using that to travel around the country? You know, you jump on a train. Yeah, yeah, no, you have the 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 royalty use it and the and the government. And then they let you know you got Prince Charles using it, and then lecturing everyone else on how to. And then I've just seen another thing about Boris Johnson as well, is the taxpayers have paid two hundred forty-five thousand pounds for him for his legal bill. Yeah, and he's just. Uh, ordered a new swimming pool for his house, so, you know. Does <laughs> he? You know, yeah. Oh. Mm. Well, you get all this in, in the mirror, that do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, the mirror really don't like Boris Johnson, do they? Oh, no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> do you not? Man, yeah, don't do you... Oh, dear. I mean, when you see him, like, oh, he comes out of the house of parliament, his shirt, outside. he's got a coat on, but his shirt's Underneath his coat, oh, he's he's a slovenly. I wonder if they voted him for for a, a prime minister. I don't know. He's he's he's, a, he's quite quite funny, and I suppose he was charming in a you know, well, no, silly kind of a be, way, doesn't he? He should be in the big top as a clown, shouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, did the Daily Mirror cover that story, Dad, about the UK MPs holding secret shares in? Uh, Public companies. Did they cover that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they did. They, they. It was in the Daily Mirror, was it? 
I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just wondering whether, because like if you're focusing on Boris Johnson, who's not in power anymore, is it to the detriment of like what's actually going on? That's what I was I was wondering about, you know? What do you mean he, about this? Well, like Boris share. Johnson's oh, not in power anymore. I understand like <laughs> focusing on whoever the prime minister is or whatever, but Boris Johnson's not, not in power anymore, is it? And still the media are still going after him, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that's bad. I mean, they, they should definitely. But, well, uh, yeah, they should they because they still they still pay taxpayers money. They're still getting taxpayers money, isn't they? Yeah, that's I true. mean, we just pay just true. True. yeah, two hundred forty five thousand yeah, yeah. pounds for for his bill for uh, his solicitors' bills. He should be paying mm. that himself. He buy me. He gets three hundred thousand pounds for the speech, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, oh God, yeah, easily, yeah. Dad, easily, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. So that that story about the uh, UK MPs, I thought it was quite interesting. That you know, so it's not what they're doing doesn't seem to be illegal. They're allowed to have up to anything under seventy thousand pounds of investments in publicly listed companies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's about fifty MPs who hold stakes in publicly listed companies, and these companies are like HSBC, Barclays Bank. Uh, British or Beyond Petroleum, British Petroleum, as it used to be called, Sainsbury's, uh, BAE Systems, Rolls-Royce Defence, Tesco's. So all all these companies, Dad, are the same companies that need to be regulated by the government, right? But the government, the politicians, are invested in them. Yeah, and and all them companies seem to be making money out of the crisis, don't they? Oh, I mean, totally, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Look, you've got look at Barclays, look at HSBC. They're basically funding uh, fossil fuel infrastructure around the world, Dad. You know, at a time when we need to be stopping that. You've yeah, got yeah. obviously Sainsbury's, Tesco's. We talked about last week with the fuel where they were ripping off the customers, and then mm. you've got BAE Systems and Rolls Royce who are making a literal killing out of arming the Ukraine with weapons now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, isn't this like it's a conflict? Surely it's a conflict of interest, that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, it's the rich get richer, and they, they all they care about is themselves. These politicians, I don't, I don't, you know, they don't seem to care about the uh, working class people. I don't think, you know. Well, no, I don't. I don't and so they, so the windfall tax. When when the government when they voted on the windfall tax being uh, uh, being created, they voted against it, and these people were invested in. In the fossil fuel companies that benefited from that, you know, that's so right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's yeah. surely if you, I mean, what does an M, M, an MP gets paid about what seventy grand or something, Dad? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a good it's a good wage, right? So surely they should say if you're in power, if you're an MP, you are not allowed to have any financial dealings whatsoever. Well, a lot of them have got second jobs as well, haven't they? Well, it's a, I mean, it's supporting that if you did that. Dad, you get the people who actually want to do something for the people, not people who are interested in the money. Because these people mm. ain't interested in helping people. They're interested in just being being empowered and being able to make decisions that will benefit the bank balance, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's you know, I, I don't know, it's, it's ridiculous. So what what's I mean, it's not just our it's not just it's not just our country, they're all corrupt, aren't they? All all, all the countries. I mean Totally. You hear about it all the time that they're making, you know. I mean, look at Putin. I mean, all his mates have got million pound yachts and things like that. Like, you know, they're, they're all the same, aren't they? The yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, that's an extreme example, Dad. But, you know, you could, I don't think you'd have to look further than probably across the channel to France and stuff to, but I mean, Britain, I mean, let's be honest, Dad, it's not all British politicians. It's mostly, mostly Tories, right? I'm sure there's sleaze involved in the Labour Party as well, but you've never seen anything come out about Jeremy Corbyn, have you? Or Keir Starmer, to be honest. Apart from the lockdown no, no. party, they are. Well, no, they try. They try, like, don't they? Be... Exactly, but... they try. And if it's there, they will find mm -hmm. out that. If it's there, oh, yeah, they'll find yeah, out. Yeah, you yeah. know, that this kind of stuff doesn't stay hidden for long, you know? So if, if they mean, haven't found out, it's because it ain't there. When you see these things that are in Parliament, you know, it must be a laughing stock, you know? They all, all they seem to be doing is getting at each other, backbiting each other. Mm. You mm. know, oh, that's wrong. Oh, you know, it, it's... You know, I have to turn it off when I see it. I think, oh, is this are these the people just running our country? <laughs> and, and you know, that it's it's all just it's all just made up rage as well. They shout at each other. They're all friends, Dad. They all get together in the bar later, you know. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. you know, uh, you know, convected rage. You know what about yeah? Anyway, moving on, Dad. It was we talked about this a few times, but I think we've got to talk about it again. Because this was just absolutely mind-boggling that the Greek Coast Guard now has been accused of sinking oh, yeah. that mm. migrant boat that had seven hundred and fifty people on board. Yeah, because what they, what they, yeah, because they're accused really of towing that boat out of the Greek waters, so they can wash yeah. their hands off it, out of it. You know, so they can say, well, it's out of Greek waters, nothing to do with us. Yeah, literally, and uh, you know. Uh, and, yet, yeah. and yet the people that come off the boat, the people who were rescued, are saying that it was um, well, it was their fault, wasn't it? The the Coast Guards. Yeah, no, they, they're saying it was the Coast Guard, that the Coast Guard uh, attached the tow rope and started pulling and it went really quickly. And they were going mm -hmm. like in the wrong direction, away from, uh, they'd been promised that they would be taken to Italy, but then they started towing them in the opposite direction. And yeah, you know, yeah. they've used, I think they use flight paths, uh, maritime traffic data, satellite imagery and video evidence. And this information contradicts what the Coast Guard version of events was saying. So, yeah, yeah. you know, the, the, the trawler's speed and direction was was wrong from what the, uh, uh, the Coast Guard is saying, you know. So test testimonies yeah. from uh, from some of the migrants later on had also been altered according according to witnesses uh, um uh, you know it's it's, yeah. it's just a, you know it was 100 100 children dad were in that hull yeah well uh, yeah so it was 600 odd people that died didn't they really as well wasn't it well yeah they've rescued 104 and there were 750 on board so yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that, that's what it's looking like isn't it i mean yeah, I mean, honestly, well, they, so well, they never find them now, will they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if they do, it'll be you know they they won't be alive. I wouldn't have thought, but yeah, I mean, when you when you contrast that with what happened with the, those four rich people that tried to go and see the Titanic, Dad, you know, it I just know, shows I you know. it just yeah. shows you the the unequal world we're living in, and not just unequal. I mean, that's wholly that's unbelievable, Dad. Oh, it is because they they were impoverished, no money and that like, and the. So no one, they don't have an international rescue for them. But because the fuel seekers in the submarine were millionaires, they, they, they spent one point something million pound rescue, didn't they? You know? Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's bad enough, but it goes worse than that because 
they they've been offered help three times. The Greek Coast Guard have been offered help three times by the European um, uh, border force, and they they ignored the offers of advice. That you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, those yeah. all those people have basically died uh, because of whatever you're going to call it, whether whether it's just Greek uh, um, stupidity of handling the situation, or whether there's something we have a, going they were on trying there. to throw them out of Greek out of Greek waters so they could wash their hands of it, couldn't they? You know, well, that's yeah, what yeah, they tried to do, isn't it? Well, yeah, the, one of the uh, one of the uh, migrants who was saved said they wanted it to sink. Why didn't they save the people first? If they don't want illegal immigrants and uh, migrants, let them deport us, but don't let us drown. That's right. You know, yeah. I mean, it's That's just why. Well, I mean, what should happen here, Dad? Do you think with the situation in the Mediterranean and the the uh, the uh, English Channel? Well, there's another another boat now. It's two hundred that's uh, died in there or something. And well, yeah, since mean, then, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna keep coming, Dad. The more and more we the more the more and more greenhouse gases we emit into the atmosphere and the more and more forests we cut down the more and more wildfires the more and more people we're going to need desperately to find a safe place to live so these these numbers are only going up that you know the, the last yeah, week... I, I, just, I don't you know to find the answer to that though i mean i don't think i don't think the answer is rwanda when it's taking them to rwanda but what is the answer i mean it's well, uh, oh i don't know well, the, I, First and foremost, Dad, the answer is we've got to decarbonize the economy as if we really mean it, as if people's lives depend on it, because they do, right? What we're doing at the moment is just, they're just, you know, nonsense about that, to use a not a very nice term, but, you know, they're just, no one's taking this seriously, Dad. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll do it next. The last week, Dad, last seven days have all been the hottest seven days on record for the last 110,000 years, Dad. Now, that should be a wake-up call to people, right? We need to do something, but people are just going about their lives as normal, and it's so that—that's what we should be doing, Dad. And uh, and then, additionally, we've got to find places for these people to go and work, right, and live. We can't—you can't send people back to die, right? Human beings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, well, you know, you can't send them off to Rwanda. Was <laughs> Rwanda's not in a position to? Uh, well, you no, know, and that's to, and that's very costly as well. Sending them there, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't remember the cost. It was like it was it was more than fifty thousand each each person, wasn't it, for two yeah, years? Or something. Got, but there's going to be trouble now in Clinically, where they 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 put three hundred in an hotel there, haven't they? You know, mm. you know. So I people mean, are against me, it in Clinically. They've got to be spread around. They can't put three hundred in one place and things like that. Like they've got to be spread around the country, haven't they? Well, I'll tell you what's interesting, Dad, isn't it? You know, when the Ukrainian uh, catastrophe, the invasion started, all these people offering their homes up to Ukrainians, and which was a great thing, fantastic, but they don't do it for these climate refugees or, you know, people who are in much oh, worse situations, the same situation, doesn't matter, but nobody's doing that for them, Dad, you know what I mean? Why not? Why, why aren't we opening our homes up like Gary Lineker did, you know? That's... Oh, it's an, it's an awkward situation. It's like, oh, the, the, the you know, the, it's, a, it's a very awkward situation, the refugees. The answer, I don't know what the answer is there at all. Well, I mean, I mean neither of us I thought the answer was to, 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 you know, conclude with France 
and get the ones who send them first. I think that's the number one start. Get the ones who, who's using the boats, the ones who own the boats, and, and putting them in prison, you know? Hmm. But um, well, what I'm saying is that if you do that, these people still need a safe place to go, right? So they were having a service provided for them by those people smugglers, horrible people who don't care about them. Let's not be honest. Uh, let's be honest. But they were offering them a way to get across the Mediterranean, across the channel, and they need that debt, right? They can't stay where they are. So mm-hmm. how is that going to deal with the problem, right? Yeah, but there's, uh, yeah, there's problems in all the country with these refugees. I mean. Oh, I, I, I just I don't know the answers. That's all, you know. Well, I mean, last last week, you know, Rishi Sunak announced that they were dropping that twelve point five billion climate pledge. Right, that that climate pledge, climate pledge, was going to help uh, developing nations that to to deal with the effects of climate change. Right, mm-hmm. and we're not doing it now because the Ukraine war. So, I mean, no, I, I know, but know, we know what the solutions there's of, are. But... There's a lot of people that's struggling in our country. They can't, they can't get on the housing ladder. Yeah, but when you get all these refugees coming, how can you, how can you house them when you can't even house your own people? Well, yeah, but the reason we can't house our own people is not through uh, a lack of ability to do it. That it's a lack of will, right? We did house all those people when COVID was on. Every there was no homelessness. Homelessness ended overnight. So if the government is serious about ending homelessness, finding homes for people, they can do it, but they don't want to do it. That they're not interested. You know, it keeps people. Keeps people working at the at the you know in the uh, on the um sorry, on the mill right so just keep running because if you don't you're going to be homeless right that's that's the threat that's there for you dad isn't it if you don't go to work pay your bills on time you're homeless if everyone's in a hotel well there's not much of a deterrent from people to you know or not much of a carrot I suppose for people well, to work. Uh, yeah, above all the shops as well. They, they, all these apartments above shops are empty, aren't they? Is that that? And we did last week. It was, they, it was they a could million. All be made in, they could always be made, made into homes, like, couldn't they? Yeah. Well, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a million houses empty, Dad, in the UK. That was what we you know, I put up the other week, right? A million houses. It's not like we can't do this, Dad. There's a lack of political will. It's the same about climate change, just a lack of political will. The solutions are there. The solutions for homelessness are there. The solutions for migration are there. It's just the, the, the our leaders don't want to address them, Dad. They're too busy uh, skimming off the top, right? Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. And what they do then, Dad, they use the media or the, the billionaires who own the media, use it to turn working class average British people against these working class uh, refugees, you know? Rather than have the working class focus all their anger against the people causing the problems, they focus all that anger onto the uh, the most vulnerable people on the planet, right? <laughs> you know that that's essentially what's going on, Dad. And it's you know it's again it's going to get worse, unfortunately, isn't it? before it gets better. And then if it gets worse, the story about this now. Uh, People gluing themselves to the roads and things like that because of and these demos. Yeah. Right. Now, what do you think of that? Well, we spoke about it a few times, Dad, and we. I, I, I am, I am. You might not, whoever's listening, you might not like those tactics. Um, you might not like the way they're doing it. But my message to you would be: at least they are doing something. 
at least they are taking action. You're oh, not, I agree right? with I agree with the demos and that, but the demos should be outside Parliament, not gluing themselves to the road but, and stopping ambulances going past uh, and to say you know they could kill people by doing well, that. Well, I mean, you could make the same argument about a coronation for a stupid poxy king who puts a crown on his head. Dad, you don't think that that harm traffic where you know ambulances can get through and stuff, having millions of people in the streets waving flags. Yay! Mind you, mind you, we're, we're a lot better than uh, when it happens in France. They mean it there. They oh, there they, they they don't care, do they? Well, no, I mean, and I mean, I what, what I would it, say that as well. We've been protesting since the sixties. That you know, they don't listen. You can stand outside in the road with a lighter, going, you know, peace, peace, we want peace. Why would they take any notice of you? But if you stop all the traffic, Dad. You're disrupting money, Dad. That's what it's about, right? You're disrupting money, and they care about money. That's why they're doing it. You know, they, these mm. these are nice people, Dad. They, they don't want to do that. They hate doing well, no. it. Yeah, I mean, look at the riots in France. That was because they, they're putting the uh, retiring age up, up to 63, up to, what, 63. <laughs> right, yeah, and I was just going after 65. I mean, the, the French, have, you know, again, people won't like it, but the French... They don't mess around, Dad. You know. That's... Yeah, yeah, that, that's probably going to happen in all the countries. That in the demos and things like that, and it's getting worse and worse. Oh, I mean, it's only going to get worse, Dad. There's going to be huge, huge upheaval coming forward. You know, it's it's uh, and it's it's all very avoidable. But it's which is why those people are doing this. That it's they like me feel so desperate. It's like, oh my God, the frustration of trying your hardest to do something to bring about change, Dad, and you can't do it. And then you just end up doing things like this, right? Which uh, a lot of people don't like, and I get it. They don't like it. I do. Oh, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, because, I'm, I'm, I support yeah, them 110%. When, yeah, yeah, but a peaceful demo, fair enough, but not not when it causes people's lives. You can't, you know, that, well, that's, you won't get people supporting it, right. you? Right, yeah, and that, that part I agree with, Dad. That, that is the only part of it that I'm slightly about. But when you say disrupting people's lives, you really need to think about how people's lives are going to be disrupted, Dad, if we don't do all the things I was just talking about. We need to decarbonize the economy now as quickly as possible. Oh, yeah, if we yeah, don't I do agree, that, yeah. everyone's lives are going to be so unbelievably uh, inconvenienced, you know? it's it's it, it pales into comparison. People are, oh, I'm late for work, mate. You're not going to have a job. There's not going to be jobs. There's not going to be food. There's not going to be water. And that's what people are trying to get through to people. Yes, it's inconveniencing. I get it. I get it. You know, but what this, the alternative is huge, huge inconvenience, Dad. You know, not having food in shops. That's quite an inconvenience, you know. So, I mean, I, I, I yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know what else to say about it, Dad. It's like, they're just, they're good people. They're trying to do as much as they can, Dad. And yeah. I get it. People get late for work and, uh, you know, it's it's annoying for people and stuff. But trust me, you know, what's coming is going to be slightly more annoying than that. Oh, yeah. Well, it'll probably end up with riots like they have in uh, France. Oh, totally, Dad. Yeah. I mean, you saw what happened with, uh, with toilet paper when it went uh, when people run out of toilet paper, right? Oh, yeah, you couldn't <laughs> get like, it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so they were fighting in shops and stuff. So, think, you know, when... Yeah, I mean, I the only saving grace, Dad, is uh, 
people i think generally in times of in times of uh like chaos in times of crisis people tend to come together right so hopefully that will happen but um i'm not wholly optimistic well they do in war when when it's in wars and that like but so we don't want a war to get people together do we no, I mean, that that's definitely one case. But there's been other cases. There are times of like earthquakes in San Francisco in 1906. Everyone came together, cooked food for each other. And this happens at loads of times in catastrophes, you know. Uh, Katrina, when they had that, everyone got together and was helping each other. And uh, so, you know, I think without government interference, generally people will come together and help each other. Uh, there's a very good book. I'll stick a link into that, you know. Um, which uh, which oh. yeah, goes it details all that. Oh yeah, because I I remember a time when we lived in Aberdeen, and it snowed and it was about six foot of snow, so bread vans and everything could only go on the main roads. It couldn't go on the other roads. So we used to get loaves of bread and take them to old age pensioners and things like that. Mm. So yeah. like that type of help like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I think communities generally come together and they they help each other, Dad. If you take out the influence of all these, uh, no, yeah, but it's got to be billionaires. Something, something's got to happen for, for that to happen, though, hasn't it? Something like right, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 something... totally, totally. And that's yeah, what we're talking yeah. about. We're talking about a climate catastrophe, an ecological catastrophe, where we are not going to have resources, Dad. You know. Um, so that will be that Kickstarter, you know, that's that's my only, you know, I, I was quite depressed about it until I read this book. Um, and uh, yeah, it gave me a little bit of hope when it was saying about all the times that actually the opposite has happened. You know, it didn't go into anarchy. Everyone's like, you know, if the government's not there, you'll have anarchy. And actually, that doesn't happen. Generally, things improve for the people, no, <laughs> which is, is mind boggling, Dad, you know. But all the police, mm -hmm. they continue to work. All the fire, firemen, they continue to work. And uh, but people are just helping each other. There's no one at the top saying do this, do that. Because when you tend to do that, they make mistakes. Dad, right? These people are not always the smartest individuals to be in charge Ooh. of stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Uh... The but yeah, that was a good one, Dad. I I do remember that snow. I think by the way, yeah, I do remember being <laughs> a, a baby and like not being able to. Or it was I was it was above my head anyway when I was walking. I think that's the worst I've seen the snow, like you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we don't get it really anymore. Do you? Well, recently actually they've had been having some, but for the most part, it's not like it used to be there, is it? Oh no, well, in Swansea we very rarely get in there, very rarely get snow. Right. Well, we've we've agreed pretty much so far on everything, Dad. I think maybe not on the uh, actions of uh, climate protesters, but this next one, next story, we should probably find a little bit of a disagreement, I think. So Scotland uh, wants to decriminalise drugs, Dad. And uh, the UK government saying, just say no, uh, which is well, a no, pun alluding yeah, to Nancy well, Reagan. I, I would agree with the UK government because, yeah. the, because people dying of drug deaths in, in Scotland, if three times higher... Than mm. they are in in Great Britain in England, yeah. So they've got a, they have got a big a really big problem, right? They have. So yeah. why why on earth do you want to try and like legalize it? Right. Well, Scotland's got the highest level of drug related deaths in Western Europe. Dad, maybe that's per per uh, hundred people. Or I don't. One thousand one hundred yeah. people out of a population of five million or something. You know. So the 
so what the what the plan is that is to decriminalize it doesn't mean it's legal you're still going to be anyone dealing in drugs will still be arrested and you know and uh uh thrown in no, jail no 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 they'd be warned they they they'd be just warned won't they no 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 what it's saying people who are selling drugs dad will be going to jail people who are using drugs not selling drugs they won't be going to jail no no, they'll be warned. That's all. Well, it was saying actually they, they probably won't even be a warning that they get warned at the moment, I think, in Scotland, but to de to decriminalize it, they get a warning now. They don't go to prison now, but they want to decriminalize it, which will mean they don't even get a warning. So it's not on record. But... Yeah, but uh, to me that that's not gonna stop all the deaths. It's gonna the deaths will go uh, go higher. It, right, it so the, their reasoning is that, right? And this is something they've done in lots of other countries, which has actually proven what it, it's uh, what they're saying. If you decriminalize the drugs, you take away all that stigma of like drugs are bad, drugs are bad. So people then, instead of being treated as criminals, which they're not, they then get treated as people who've got health issues. And if they, it also allows them to call 999 that and ask for help. Whereas if you drug overdose or whatever, you, you, probably not going to call 999 that because you might get into trouble right so yeah, that's what they're get, thinking yeah but it's going to cost it's going to cost absolutely millions in because there'll be more people being on drugs and to get them off drugs it's going to cost millions and millions to try and get them weaned off off the drugs well why would it cost more money that what do you mean well if you if if you decriminalize it, you, you're going to get more people on on the drugs. Well, not well. I don't think that because it's at the moment in Scotland already. You don't go to jail anyway. But each each and every inmate in the in Britain, Dad, costs forty six thousand six hundred and ninety six pounds a year. Now that's more than most people earn. You know, in Britain, most know. people are on under thirty grand or whatever, right? We'll be walking so, around the town centres. They'll all be like bloody zombies walking around the town centres. <laughs> well, you said they're like that anyway. Well, I have seen. I have seen it in Swansea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I think I think I know what that is. What you're talking about now? That is called spice. It's a it's illegal. It? it was a legal drug. They made it illegal, but it was it. They were selling it in like joke shops and stuff like that. Um, and you could take it, and yeah, it's it's horrible stuff. That yeah, terrible, terrible stuff. Um. But that that is not, you know, I, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a th thing up. So, Dad, you know, have you do, do you remember like in the, in the 80s, Dad? Do you ever remember seeing an advert that was on TV of a mouse or rat in a cage, in a single cage, and they put two bottles in there, one bottle with a, you know that it could drink water, and another bottle that it could drink water laced with heroin. Did you ever see it? it was like an anti-drug campaign? No, no, I never saw that. So no. I, I grew up with that, Dad, in the and this was in the 1980s, right? So then what they did, so what that proved is like, oh my god, heroin is so addictive. Look, as soon as they taste the heroin, they're just gonna do that, right? So they want more they did, and more. Right. Which you know made sense at the time to kids. I was, oh my god, that's terrible. Look at that rat. But what happened then in the 1990s, they did more research. Someone was like, well, hang on, that doesn't make much sense, right? So what they did is they gave the rats two cages that they could go between. One was a barren cage with nothing in it but heroin-laced water. And in the other cage, it could go through a little pipe into the other cage. And there was all other rats in there, Dad. And there was like uh, wheels and toys and stuff that they could play with. And then they had water there. 
So what do you think? What do you think all the rats drank there? The, the heroin-laced water or the straight water? The heroin. Right. You think so, Dad, but that's not what happened. All those mouse, they all said no thank you to the, uh, to the heroin-laced water, and they all went into the water where they were playing with their friends there. Well, they... Do you think people are going do to the, do the same thing as the rats, do you? Well, okay. Well, here's the situation, Dad. Right. So when you when you go into hospital and you've got to have serious surgery, Dad, what do they give you for pain relief? Yeah, yeah. Begins, they give you a, begin, yeah. begins with an M. Yeah. Um, morphine, right? Morphine. Morphine, now, morphine yeah, is yeah, basically yeah. heroin, Dad. Pure heroin, right? When people yeah, but they're out, doing that. Yeah, but they're doing that to stop the pain, aren't they? You know. Yeah, yeah, totally. But what I'm saying is, if it was that addicted. When they came out of hospital, they'd all be like trying to find heroin, but they're not because they go home to their families and they've got loving families there. Do you know what I mean? I'll give you I'll give you one other example, Dad. In the in the Vietnam War, there was a massive problem with heroin in the Vietnam War, right? Because it was their golden triangle, so you could get heroin from Cambodia, Laos, and Vietnam. So all these soldiers were taking heroin because they're in the middle of a war, right? Getting shot at. And then when they went home, everyone thought, oh my God, there's going to be a massive heroin epidemic when they get home. But actually what happened when they got home, they were back with their families. They had love, uh, you know, a nice surrounding, nice environment. And they all left drugs behind them, Dad. It's about, it's about know, I, the environment, it's about connection. You mean you say all of them left the drugs? Not one of them? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that, Ted. I'm not saying that. But there was never this massive pandemic of people, but I don't. Do you know a single person that's gone into hospital to, and had morphine and then's come out and started jacking up with heroin, Dad? You know, I mean, I I don't. I don't know any. So well, I yeah, no. I mean, I knew we'd disagree on this one, Dad. I mean, I I, I don't know any any. I know a few people that's on uh, cannabis, but I don't know any people now. I know that, that's on the. Higher than cannabis. Well, you you do. You just don't know that they're doing it. But I mean, we we do oh, yeah, have yeah. We, we do have mutual friends that who who do. But to be honest, they don't have a problem with it. They they use sometimes, you know, and uh, they're part of the ninety percent of people who take drugs that don't have a problem. It's only ten percent of people that have a problem. That same with alcohol, right? Most people can go out on the weekends and have a nice drink and enjoy themselves. But ten percent of those people. Get absolutely smashed and end up get you know getting into fights and uh, beating their wives up or whatever you know. Well, I mean, oh no, I, I think a lot of it's uh, like they've, not, they've they've got nothing to live for. They've got no job, no aspirations, yeah. and things like yeah. that, and they just take drugs just to. To get in and, and try and get out of the, out of this world for a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that, Dad. I absolutely agree with that. That's why you, all these all all the areas where they've got high unemployment and they've got very little hopes and aspirations are generally the places where people are taking and getting addicted to drugs, Dad. Right. <laughs> that that's kind of the point that I'm making. Like, if you have a nice surroundings, a nice environment, you probably won't take drugs. You know, people do it to escape. The pain they're living in, or the the you know the lack of hope that they have, the despair they're facing. You know? Yeah, that's uh, my point. Uh, so I think, oh bloody hell, I think we agree then, Dad. Do we decriminalize drugs? No, I don't. No, vote no, for no, Johnny. No. 
No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I, I think cannabis should be the yeah, definitely. I, I don't because I, I have smoked cannabis and uh, I, I, I don't now because I've got emphysema, but uh, it didn't do it to me. It, it just made you laugh and uh, give you the and made you want to eat more. You know? <laughs> well, make, making you laugh is a good thing, Dad. Right? Makes you you know you're making you happy, making you enjoy yourself. That's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Cannabis. I, I don't see any harm in in legalizing cannabis. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah, we'll legalize cannabis then, Johnny. Right, Dad. We're going to cut <laughs> for a commercial break. We've got a new sponsor coming in. We're going to cut for the commercial break. Uh, we'll be back in a second, okay? Right. All right. Right. Well, welcome back. Thanks for that, Boris. Much appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dad. Into the uh, the last one. Well, we, we were having an hour and about including this yesterday, and then I woke up this morning and I saw, you know, but the BBC presenter accused of paying uh, for illicit images, Dad. I mean, bit of a shock yeah. this morning when I saw that, you know. I know, but you see, what, what I can't understand is if you're innocent, mm. why why has he gone, like, uh, he's, he's, he's ill, like, you know, he's, he's distressed? Well, I mean, apparently he's been suffering from uh, depression for the last five years or so, Dad, hasn't he? Oh, yeah, as I say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I think, and plus, you know, well, so we haven't named him yet, so it was, it was Hugh Edwards anyway, his wife came out and uh, said that it was Hugh Edwards, a legend mm. in Wales, uh, someone who started oh, his yeah. career at Swansea Sound, and the mighty Swansea Sound, um, mm. you know, and he's, well, he's accused of paying 30, £35,000 for explicit photos of a boy, you were saying that, right? Or a man? Yeah. But the, the the police have, have found that they 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 they've not, nothing to answer for though. I, mean, I don't. There's no nothing wrong or something. The police well, that. Yeah. Well, I mean that's it, Dad. I mean, basically, his career is over now, whether or not he's done it. Because, you know, if 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 the boy was eighteen and therefore not illegal, a BBC presenter still paid thirty five thousand pounds for some nude images of a boy. So I mean, his career is basically over, Dad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, but that—that's I mean, that, if, that's if he's guilty. Well, I think even if he's not guilty, that if the if if he did pay for those photos, even though he didn't break any laws, I I just don't think he'll be able to stay at the BBC now, Dad. You know. Well, if he's innocent, innocent, if he's not done that, I mean, he should be able to still uh, be in the BBC. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. I I agree with that, Dad. I just think it's kind of an untenable position, right? He's going to be. Oh my god, I mean it's talk about his confidence, Dad will be completely shattered, wouldn't it, after that? Mm, mm, mm. You know, the 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 yeah, I mean it's my my why where I get pissed off with this, Dad, is it's the Sun newspaper, right? The Sun newspaper in my mind shouldn't be able to run stories that the they can't collaborate with the police, right? If they oh, no, no, if he's no, broken no, no laws, you know, they just ruined that man's life. That's right. They, they, they shouldn't be able to, the, the son shouldn't be able to do it until they've got proof that he has done it. Well, they're going to say that the parents, the parents, the uh, mother and the father-in-law both said to them that it was happening and she was she used the money to, to buy crack cocaine, right? 
Mm. But she's then mm. well. They said it was a she, but you're saying it was a he. So I mean, yeah, whatever. Whatever it's a he or she, it doesn't really matter. Uh, whoever it was is denying it, saying that there was no, you know, no laws broken, that everything's fine. But the parents are not saying that. But the son, you know, they're famous dad for paying families to say stuff, you know, against their other, you know, the family members, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So, oh no, I, I mean, mean if, if he's innocent, it's awful for him to. You know, because it, it, it's a stigma, isn't it? Like, you know, against him, like, you know. Oh, totally, Dad. It's like, you know, he's he's had such a good career, Dad, to go from where he did to mm-hmm. being like the main man on uh, British. Well, you uh, never, you never bought it. You never, you know, guessing who he was, you'd never guessed him, would you, really? No, I mean, I, I was just hoping it wasn't Gary Lineker because I love Gary Lineker. I was, God, don't, don't let it be Gary. Gary Glitter's all right, but not Gary Lineker. Um, but yeah it was like you know the Murdoch press this is Rupert Murdoch who owns the who owns like Fox News in America he owns the Times he owns the Sun there basically they you know they they hate the BBC dad because the BBC is a competitor that they just can't compete with right the BBC you you reckon he's trying to buy him out you reckon he's trying to buy no 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 I don't think he's trying to buy them out I think he's trying to what they want to do is they want the BBC to be privatised, Dad, right? Like everything else. So that the BBC will be for profit. It won't be funded by taxpayers. It will be a separate entity. And then they'll be able to compete better. Because it's because it's funded by taxpayers, Dad, it's hard for someone like that to compete, right? Which, you know, it's a good, good thing because the Sun obviously just prints a load of bollocks, right? I mean, unbelievable stuff. The stuff they've they've uh, published in the past. Dad, remember the Hillsborough the Hillsborough um, tragedy. Dad, you know they blamed all that. Ninety six people losing their lives. They blamed it on the Liverpool fans, right? When actually it's been found out later, it was the police. Yeah, but did they have to pay? Did they have to pay compensation for that? They, they no, thought. no, they didn't. They they very rarely do that. Well, they did lose the news of the world, didn't he? The news of the world was owned by Rupert Murdoch as well. But because of what they were doing, all the phone hacking and stuff, he closed it down, didn't he? But he basically then just made the sun Sunday sun. So it didn't really impact him that much. That he gets away with it all the time because he's paying off the uh, politicians, isn't he? They're in his pocket. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He, 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 he meets yeah. with them all the time, Dad. He meets with the politicians all the time. You oh, know. these moguls, yeah, that's how that, these big moguls, they, they are, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they, they virtually 19... run the country, don't they? Oh, totally, but since since 1989, Dad, no shit, he has basically chosen who is going to be Prime Minister. He went with Thatcher, he broke away from being uh, Labour, went to Thatcher. Since then, he's chosen every single, you know, on the front page he supports who, whoever all his readers should support, right? In 1997, the only time he supported Labour was with Tony Blair, and that was because basically Tony Blair sold the Labour's soul, right? So the devil, he is the absolute devil, this guy. My God. If there's anyone I'd like to see burn in hell, it would be that one. (laughs) Oh, the stuff he's done, Dad. You know, all his papers, they all deny climate change, or they all play it down, you know, that it's not that serious. He's a horrible, horrible individual, Dad. Yeah, Tony Blair. Mm-hmm. No, but he's he's bad as well. But no, Rupert Murdoch, Dad, the Australian oh, guy yeah. that owns all the media in the UK and in America and the English-speaking world, basically. You know. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, because he, he he runs what the the politicians in a way, doesn't it? Because of his money, you know. Well, yeah, they're all frightened of him, Dad. Because if his newspaper yeah. attacks mm. them, then all those voters—that's you know—that's the, the main working class paper in the UK with the Daily Mail, yeah. the Daily Mirror. So that the Sun can basically decide elections, Dad. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh. You know, you look at the the front pages they had with Corbyn. You know put him in the dustbin and all this kind of stuff, saying that he was an uh, uh, IRA sympathiser, that he was friendly with the Russians, that he was a, uh, you know... Um... But I don't think I don't think he's going to have his own way when the general election comes round. I think it's going to be Labour. It's not going to be Conservative. I can't see the Conservatives getting in, however no. powerful Murdoch is. No, no, I, I, I don't... I, I agree with you 100% that I think there's no way that the Conservatives are going to get in again. It just Then it's up to Labour and it's up to Keir Starmer. If he just does pretty much nothing like uh, Biden's doing in America, then there's a very good chance that um, you know Donald Trump will get back in in 2024 and the Conservatives will be up back in again in, what, 2000 and whenever, 28 or whatever, is it? You know... Well, I hope we've got rid of that uh, Boris for good, did not I? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yes, he's our yeah. new sponsor now, doesn't he? <laughs> we don't um, want him we don't want him as prime minister again no dear, dear. Yeah. So, so what do you think and then what do you think then dad you think the son should be sued you well if they, if they found he's, he's not done anything wrong of course he should yeah yeah and then and then what should happen dad going forward you know I mean if I'd they like... don't get if they, they, they can print that kind of stuff again can they yeah, so you've got you've got to bring in some sort of legislation of new that uh, you can't go bloody printing stuff on the front page you unless know, you've got if, unless you've got definite proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah unless you know that the you, you I mean you could take it to the police then, can you, and say, look, we've got this proof. You know, are you going to yeah, do anything? Yeah. And then then you'd run the stories, didn't you? But I mean, yeah, to just run yeah. stories like that. I mean, it's it's wholeheartedly wrong, isn't it? Unbelievable. Oh, oh yeah, and if he's definitely if he, if he's if he's proven him innocent, they should be paying a lot of compensation. Yeah, well, I mean, he was on, what, £450,000 a year, right? So he's got another, I don't know, 10 years left. He's 61, might might get another 10 years. So that would give him four and a half million or something, right? Yeah, well, that's, yeah, then, that's what could happen, yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, I, I, you know, that's that's peanuts to this guy, Dad. It's not going to make him stop doing it, you know? I think it's it's got to be something else, you know? Take his left nutsack or something. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it could be fine more than that, couldn't it? <laughs> they what? It could be fine a lot more than the compensation for, uh, oh, for the money. Oh. Take his right nutsack as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's got much use for those. Isn't he? He's, he's like a shriveled up old testicle himself, isn't he? Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I think, yeah, we got through a lot tonight, Dad. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll uh, I will uh, I'll get it off to you. I'll uh, send it off, and uh, I'll speak to you later, Dad. Yeah. Okay, boy. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for watching. All the best. Everyone. Great episode. Yeah. All the best to the family. Right. Nice one, Dad. Have a good one. Ta-da. Take it easy, Ta-da, boy. Ta-da. Ta-da.